Welcome back to Dark Run Podcast. I'm Turtle. I'm Kyle. Today it's story time. Yeah, story time. We're going to go into a couple different stories. <laughs> Kyle's going to read a creepypasta or two. Creepy story. I'm going to read an SP- SCP related to the podcast last week, uh, which we're recording back to back. Back to back. Of um, I'm Bigfoot. on vacation. Yeah. Of today, Bigfoot. So When you're hearing this. So, Kyle, <laughs> do you want to read your creepypasta, you weirdo? All right, so now it's story time with Kyle. <laughs> and the story I've I'm chosen is back. I'm going to read the creepypasta Vanta Black, a death metal cult. From the creepypasta.com website, <laughs> where you find all your creepypastas. Unless you're like me and you just listen to other people read them on the internet, which you are. I do. I, um,. I don't ever read them. I watch a lot of YouTube channels where they read it. Like, uh, that's how I got into creepy podcast stuff. Yeah. The Volgan does all the SCPs I watch and a bunch of other like stuff. I think I know that one. And then like lazy masquerade is the one that I do for like, let's not meet stories and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. This is going to remind me of high school all over again. Wow. Vanta black. We know how bad you are at reading stuff. So just take your time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I love you. A death metal cult. I'm here to discuss my experiences with a band known as Vantablack. I'm just bad at names. Yeah. Easy names for some reason. Yeah. It's always like, this This name, is it? Is it Smith? Matthew? Matthew? <laughs> oh, Matthew? I'm, <laughs> I am here to discuss my experiences with the band known as Vantablack. They are a progressive death metal band based in my hometown, Battered Grove. Wait, that's how a old sweet is this name? I don't know because Vanta Black is new. That's that's the new ultra black, the blackest color on the planet. Black. Yeah, but it's been around for a little while. It's been around for like a decade, but it wasn't super it's public. Just knowledge. the name of the band. Yeah, but how old is this? That's why I asked that. Oh my goodness! All right, this is a story that was <laughs> written by Christopher Maxim. All right, that's not a date. And. It was posted July 20th, 2020. Oh, so like four days days ago, ago. five days ago? On to the story. Okay. (laughs) They are a progressive death metal band based in my hometown of Battered Grove. That is the sweetest name for a town ever for a metal band. Absolutely. A small but lively town in New England. That is not where that should be. Mm -mm. The band consists of five members, a drummer, two guitarists, a bassist, and a vocalist, just like every other band. (laughs) Who needs two guitars? Yeah. Who needs 75 drummers? But you got Slipknot. (laughs) All right. That's a valid point, I guess. (laughs) Beyond their, one of them just hits his head off trash cans. <laughs> Beyond their role in the band, I know little about them. Probably because you're not in the band. They've exclusively played shows at my hometown venue since they formed a few months ago. They formed four days ago. Nowhere else. <laughs> in his head. They formed four days ago in his head. <laughs> they exclusively played shows at my hometown venue since they formed a few months ago. Nowhere else. That makes sense now. I shouldn't have interrupted before saying the nowhere else. But I've never seen them in town before. I still don't. I don't even know their names. The band and its members are shrouded in mystery. The only thing that I'm certain of 
is what I've witnessed. They don't have a MySpace or something? <laughs> Just Before we get... Right, go away, spam call. Before we get into the details of what I experienced, let's talk about Battered Groves. Look, I keep saying battered hard. Like it's for like something a woman's shelter or something. Battered Grove, for some reason makes me think of Angel Grove from Power Rangers after a battle, and, like, it's so much more appropriate of a name. No, it makes me think of, like, a mental institution for wives that have been beaten. God, you're... So, <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Battered. I keep saying it that way. Like, whenever you talk about, like, a wife who's been battered, you say it hard like that. All right, well, one of us went fun and <laughs> and, and giant robot battle and and one of us went wife beady. so let's just move on. Okay. Battered Groves local women's shelter. I'm sorry, local music scene. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into details of what I experienced, let's talk about Battered Groves local music scene. The bands here and in the surrounding towns are predominantly edit that out. Predominantly metal, or at least metal in some form. Their genres range from extreme metal, death metal, and black metal to metalcore, metal. deathcore, and even grindcore. Ooh, what about ska? Do they got ska? No ska, no <sighs> ska core. That's that's lame. I don't like their metal band. I want to hear a death metal ska band. If you aren't familiar with these genres, don't worry. It's not important to understand the context of my situation. <laughs> Who's never heard of metal? Grindcore, maybe. Everybody's heard of all okay, of these. Maybe grindcore is like Suicide Silence. Come on. But, like, someone's going to be like, metal, what's that? I only listen to country. <laughs> Not in New Hampshire. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint a clear picture for you, for those who are familiar. That was I appreciate that your narrative voice and your talking voice are drastically different. <laughs> I like, I'm like. i switching while doing it. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a, like a, I'm not nitpicking. That's like a real, like, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> it makes me know that you're now reading. <laughs> So everybody in the audience can know the difference yeah. between when I'm being interrupting my own story yeah. and when I'm reading. Because he does that. These bands play at our local venue, Garrett's Locker. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's a small, run-down place, but it's ours. A great place for kids to have fun. I go there every chance I get waiting, wait, watching, wait. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Watching bands in addition to moshing is a great stress reliever, but it's more more than that. Stop interrupting me. I can't read then. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Being at a metal show is a thrilling experience. The environment is positive. The people are friendly for the most part. Occasionally, there's a moron who likes to crowd kill every chance they get, and the music is phenomenal. I don't know why that was in parentheses. <laughs> Phenomenal? No, <laughs> the whole rest of the sentence. Oh, that whole rest of the sentence was in parentheses? Yeah, from, for the most part. For emphasis. Yeah. It's a heavenly assault on the ears and alleviating comfort to the soul. I don't know about There's nothing assault. else like it. Heavenly assault doesn't go together in my head. In more ye recent years, financial issues have led to the venue owners to allow touring bands. These bands have a bigger drop. Why is that? Oh, man, we're not doing good. Maybe we should let big bands come to the venue. <laughs> Why is that the this final straw? This is trash. We need to have famous we, people here. We don't make enough money on little Jared's side band. We should actually get some real musicians. Well, yeah, that's probably right, Jim Bob. Ugh, but then we're going to have to have openers. 
We're going to have to pay him what, like 20 bucks a night? I don't know. Oh, they're selling their own tickets. In more recent years, financial issues have led to the venue owners allowing touring bands. These bands have a bigger draw than locals, and more oh, people shit. equals more money. Okay. Money. Is this just about a struggling venue? What's going on? What's the story about? There's nothing wrong with keeping your head above water, especially when it means saving the place. But I miss when the venue was ours and only ours. It was like a secret club, almost. A place for locals, local musicians only. Our escape from the day-to-day troubles of the world. I mean, it still is all of that. But the touring brands bring fans with them that just don't understand or give a shit. Scene girls that care more about who's cuter. You're losing than... me. Is there more to the story? I'm working on it. Okay. Scene girls that care more about who's cuter rather than the actual quality of the material. I'm not judging. I just miss the old crowd. This sounds like a milady kind of guy. This sounds like a dude who's just. <laughs> the venue was better when like. This is one of those people that's only like local oh, bands. You're such a sellout. <laughs> I only like. Locally sourced music. These out of town bands just don't really connect with the audience. You know? I only buy my cheese from the local farmer <laughs> as he's making it. I really does this story go somewhere? Is this? Shh, it's getting better. Okay, I hope so. We haven't gotten there yet. All it's right, called well, build up. Well, Have you ever read a Stephen King book? There's like 954 pages dedicated to what the sidewalk looked that day. I wish I could argue with that, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Stephen King, but. <laughs> anyway, just go on. Just... One day I noticed an invite on Facebook. They do have a Facebook. Oh, Jesus. How do they not have any information on this band then? It's just like Facebook, the band. The band has people in the band. <laughs> One day I noticed an event on Facebook to an event at Garrett's Locker. It was a show, but not just any show. It was show. a show at the venue? That's so out of character. It was an all-local <laughs> metal fest jamboree. Metal jamboree? <laughs> As it said on the page, all locals, huh? I was intrigued. You're ruining my spooky sorry. voice. I'm sorry. It was a metal jamboree. Oh, my God. Jared's okay. going to have to listen to this later. Like, Yo, Just keep going. Just keep going. I'm, I'm listening can. with rapt attention. This was great, I thought. I looked at the lineup to see who was playing. I recognized every band on the bill, save for one. Vanta Black. They must have been new, I thought. But new local bands almost always were openers. Vanta Black was headlining the event. They were headliners. I found this very odd, but I assumed they paid the promoter for some for the spot or that's, something. That's actually a good assumption. Things like that happen occasionally. All rarely, time. but they happen. Not rarely at all. I figured... This must have been one of those times. You ever want to be a headliner, you better learn to pay. Fast forward to the day of the show. My friend Billy and I showed up early as we usually did. Usually. <laughs> I was just going to breeze by that. <laughs> we always love to hang out in front of the venue for a while before the show started. Do you like breezing by metal jamborees? Looking for scalpers. Just kidding. That's not it gave us a chance to meet friends and meet some of the bands during load-in. We already knew all the members in these bands, having seen them played for years instead of the meet-up and greet. It was more like a family reunion. But at very every family, union, family reunion, there are always new relatives to meet. 
That's not how family reunions work. What family's <laughs> just like pulling up? This is your Holy cousin Joe. Holy shit, where'd you come from? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's with your uncle. What uncle? <laughs> Damn, she's hot. That's your sister. Oh, I've never met her. <laughs> I don't know who I didn't know we family. lived in Alabama. <laughs> I don't go to family reunions. <laughs> you know those cousins you never knew you had? That no. was Vanta Black. I know all of my cousins. Rose. I hate my cousins. Just kidding. Is I, he? That was in story. I'm in story mode still. Oh, okay, go on. But that wasn't a line. While talking <laughs> with the lead singer of my favorite local band, what's your favorite local band's name? Oh, you're not going to tell me. A bus pulled up, thinking it was an actual bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, am, am I having hold a stroke? Hold on. Hold on. I just didn't finish reading because I was like, what? Thinking it was an actual bus using the parking lot to turn around. Nope, that is what that meant. Everyone got out of the oh. way. Instead of turning around, it parked. <gasps> the bus parked. That's when I noticed the lettering on the side of the bus. Let me guess. VB. Was, was it Vanta Black? No, it was VB. Vanta Black. VB. No, it said Metal Jamboree. <laughs> That's when I knew it belonged to Vanta Black. <laughs> this was a surprise. No local band or even touring band had ever shown up to Garrett's with a bus. My name's Turtle, and we're part of Vanta Black. And if there's a metal jamboree anywhere on this planet, we're there. It was always either multiple cars, a couple of pickup trucks, an SUV, or a van. Having an actual tour bus was impressive, especially for a local band. But they're this... not local. He knows they're not local. Shh, shh, okay, okay. Shh, they're a local band. It's locals only at this event. This, coupled with the fact that no one else knew anything about the band either, caused everyone to stare. We were waiting for put a pace, we were waiting for your face to the name, so to speak. We were waiting for the big reveal. We were waiting was said like fourteen times. Oh my god! Kyle, what happened? You promised me this is getting better. It's gonna get better. That's the point. Okay. Of why I'm still reading it. Well, it's real bad now. I would have never read this far. If I just found this creepy podcast. I didn't read this last night. This well, one's new to me. Why'd you pick it? Because it had a cool name. Oh. It's got like 17 stars. With equipment in hand, five cloaked figures came off the bus in an orderly fashion and walked into Garrett's. When I say cloaked, I mean cloaked, hood and all. We all I know that metalheads don't walk in an orderly fashion. That's sand people. I couldn't even make out a single face. Strange is an understatement. It was downright bizarre. Billy agreed, having seen nothing like it. Were the blaster marks on the bus too precise for sand people? These were definitely Imperial Stormtrooper shots. Stop talking about Star Wars. <laughs> He's been to more shows than I have. Besides confusing us, Vantablack's grand entrance succeeded in making people interested. It was, why are you not more interested? Everybody's interested in this, their entrance but you. I'm listening. I was looking at you. I'm, I'm here. I am. I'm engaged. Here I am. It wasn't. It was all anyone could think about. Talk what about. happened next? It was all anyone could talk about that whole night. Well, why? Why are you talking and not watching the show? The mystery surrounding the band was enough to make everyone insatiably curious. Insatiably I have to admit, curious. insatiably curious. I have to admit, I was looking forward to seeing what they offered. The night was going well. I met new friends, enjoyed the music of some of my favorite bands, and moshed my heart's content. It was shaping up to be one of the best shows I'd ever attended. All of my favorites had taken stage, and the only thing that would make the night even better is if Vanta Black lived up to the hype. Having not emptied my bladder all night, however, I took a bathroom break right before their set. You've been waiting for them all night, and that's when you took the bathroom break? <laughs> 
The bathroom at Garrett's locker was actually in another building. Oh, he had to leave. Wow. Could he not get back in? <laughs> Connected to Garrett's via a long, narrow Did he hallway. Did in the bus? No, you had to go down the hallway. You should have used the bus. This meant a bit of a walk was needed to get there and back, which was part of the reason I hadn't gone all night. When I had finally arrived at the bathroom, I noticed something weird. Among the many band stickers on the wall by the sink, there was something else. Carved into the wall was the letters VB, followed by a strange symbol. I figured that one of Vantablack's members had put it there. It was kind of fucked up to carve it in the wall, though. And besides, what was the purpose? Carving your band's initials and symbol into a bathroom wall isn't exactly the greatest method of promotion. I simply brushed it off and finished my business before returning to the show. Upon returning, I could hear the music as the, as it filled the room. Vanda Black had already begun to her set. From the sound of it, they were good. Not just good, but great. Even Why would you, why would you start it like that? <laughs> they were good. Even better when I got a view of the stage. If the this members... story ends with Vanta Black leaving on their bus and that all the only thing weird that happened was they carved their initials in the wall, I will be furious. Some of the description that I just gleaned, it sounds a lot like Guar. Upon returning, I could hear the music as it filled. Vanta Black had already begun their set. From the sounds of it, they were good. Not just good, but great. Even better when I got a view of the stage. The members were dressed in dark, brooding get-ups. Some of their clothing included gauntlets, spiked boots, chainmail, and horned helmets. The vocalist was wearing what looked like a samurai armor. They all had different styles, but all of their clothing and armor was black. To be honest, they looked like villainous characters right out of an RPG. It was awesome. This is where things got a little weird. It was I was so caught up in the music and the band's appearance that I didn't notice what was going on in the room. Looking down at the crowd, I realized everyone was doing what I realized what everyone was doing. They each had their left arm in the air, and they were swaying back and forth in unison. It looked as though they were in a trance. I've been to a lot of metal shows, so I know how things should operate. Blood sacrifice. Movement from the crowd is always sporadic and unpredictable. This was not the case. Everyone was perfectly synchronized. No moshing or dancing. Just swaying like get together like zombies. Ooh, this sounds Lovecraftian. There you go. See, now it's happening. It's it, happening now. It could have happened five minutes ago. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was ago. fucking creepy. Well, I, yeah. Okay. After noticing the seemingly hypnotized audience, I caught up with Billy to see what was going on. I Billy. noticed... <laughs> him standing in the back of the crowd so i went to him and asked him what he was doing i received no response i kept yelling in his ear but he wouldn't reply well because you're in the middle showing he's probably deaf by now i eventually became aggravated and shook him nothing no reaction just constant swaying everyone swaying i looked over at the sound guy and the person running the concession stand they too were moving back and forth mesmerized by the music i was baffled i watched the rest of Vanta Black sat from the back of the room, not knowing what the hell was going on. If I saw, if I, I'm sorry, but if I walked into a room and everybody was hypnotized, I probably wouldn't be like, I need to watch the rest of um, the show. If if I had walked back in and like he said, the entire crowd was swaying in unison like that, I would think 100% that a great old one was coming and I would get the fuck out of there. Like, this is weird. My friend's not listening to me. This is, they're pretty good, but uh, I'm going to leave now. Like, just by walking around, he's already calling attention to himself. <laughs> yeah, they're going to notice and sacrifice him. Oh, Eventually, definitely. they played their last song, and just like that, everyone snapped out of it. 
looking dazed as ever. They all wandered from the room and to their cars. Billy was my ride home, so I followed him. See, I don't feel like a band would want that, because don't you want everybody to be like, Yay, do it again. Not like, oh, shit, what? What if this guy, what if part of their music is like amnesiac? Amnesiatic. So like amnesia. So like. He's seen them hundreds of times before in this venue. Oh, this is why nobody knows about them. And no one knows about them because, like, as soon as they finish, they all just go, time to leave. And, like, walk out. And maybe this band thinks they're just super unsuccessful and they're confused why nobody likes them because they're not doing it on purpose. Or maybe they have a busker by the door, like, with a hat where people are just like, money here, and just walk out. That's why they have a bus and samurai mm-hmm. armor. I, I, like the, I like to think that this band has no idea that they're doing it. They just wrote these songs and they're just like, everybody seems so boring at our shows and, like... Why does everyone just sway back We and leave forth? and we come back and everybody's like, ah, oh, first time. And we're like, no, we've played for you. We know you. Just because we sacrificed a goat for the lyrics doesn't mean you guys have to like only sway. On the drive home, I mentioned to Billy that I tried to get his attention during the show. He acted like he didn't recall this. Oh, shit. I nailed it. But what he remembered was Vanta Black. He wouldn't shut up about how great no, they were. I didn't nail it. It's all, the, it's all he talked about the whole ride home. He ventured to say that they were his favorite band now. That struck me as highly unusual. I'd known Billy for years. I also knew his favorite band. He would never put another band above them, especially after only seeing them play once. Well, you did watch him become possessed by the band. Also, his other band, his favorite band, doesn't have a name. I didn't <laughs> voice my thoughts to Billy, though. I just want... You, you could just make up a fake band name. I mean, come on. Yeah, it could have been anything. His favorite band, Bleeding Spleen, who he's been a fan of for 15 years. But... Yeah, just uh, he put them above his favorite band. Well, his favorite band doesn't sound that great because it doesn't have a name. I just wanted to go home and sleep and forget about the whole thing. And I did until the next morning. So this guy went, had a great time seeing all his favorite bands. I was like, huh, that was a weird moment. It's pretty cool, though. And then he's like, I just want this to be over. That's yeah. a weird reaction to jump This to. guy is not what I think a cognitive person should be. Huh. Why is this broken? <laughs> I can't scroll anymore. There we go. I figured it out. And now I'm not lost things. I woke up the next day sore. My arms and legs were in pain from the night before. Moshing will do that to you. How far are we into this? I don't know. Pretty far. Because of this, I popped a few aspirin before starting my daily routine. Everything was back to normal until I checked my phone. I had a few Facebook notifications. Nothing out of the ordinary at first. I like here. But you have an there. egg and he took a nice morning shit. Why do we care about this? <laughs> One notification, though, was an invite to, from Billy to the page. To like the page, man, to black. I then remembered the peculiar show they put on and how they hypnotized my friends. You're telling me he forgot it till this moment? I decided to do a little research. I I visited Facebook, the visit the Facebook page, and checked out their music. Oh God! They had one release, The Nihilist. It was free to download and contained five songs, all of which I recognized from the previous night. One that really stood out to me was the knowledge of the damned. Hmm? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not because this story's boring. It is, though. This was the song they were playing when I entered the room. All songs were professionally recorded and sounded high quality as touring bands would music would sound. I was impressed. I don't care. But that wasn't why I came to the page for I scoured the page for any answers to what happened the night before. I found little. The page had just been created. There were no posters, Can no pictures. Can you Still- imagine <laughs> if he goes to the page and there's a 
pinned post by the band that's like, hey, was your friend possessed by our music last night? Call this 800 number because we don't know what the fuck is going on. Listen, this band that was... <laughs> this band with their professionally recorded songs and Facebook page that had zero posts on it still had roughly 200 likes. They are Facebook, whatever Facebook famous is. Wait, 200 likes is nothing. They have 200 likes, bro. Two, yeah, 200 likes is literally nothing. Listen. They weren't Facebook famous. There, there's a reason they only had 200 <laughs> likes. They barely exist. They're like some rich kids that bought armor and like pumped hallucinogens into the crowd while he was taking a piss. And this guy's thinking Whoa, it's a spiritual. Listen, listen. This was also about the number of people who attended the show. No new band could gather likes that quickly. It was unheard of. Are you telling me a band that did super good the night before doesn't get good likes on Facebook the next Something day? Something still wasn't adding up. I think everything adds up. <laughs> As I sat there completely baffled, I noticed Vanta Black make their first post. It was for the show, for a show the following day. It read, Vanta Black, secret show, true followers only. I guess that's for the 200 people that are definitely Blood sacrifice. Not, not privated. <laughs> The title was odd. I clicked on it to find out more. Weren't secret shows like a big deal in like the mid-2000s? Like every band did it? Every band and their and their sister were like doing These, like, oh, this is just for fans. And well, like, Hold on. These were the details provided. Welcome to your new belief system. This is an opportunity to show your Vantablack your true follower. Rules are simple. Find a... Steigen? Tome. Find a Stygian tome. Stygian? Stygian tome. Yeah, it's a Stygian tome. Find a Stygian tome. This will be your ticket into the event. It also contains the event's coordinations. Tome locations are outlined below. Several locations were listed, including Grovewood Cemetery, right near my house. That's lucky. He can get one. I didn't This is understand. definitely like an HP Lovecraft kind of. I didn't. Well, that's why it's so boring in the beginning, because HP Lovecraft was kind of like that. I didn't understand. How dare you? That misogynistic racist wrote. So Never mind. Just go. On. I didn't understand the secrecy of the or the meaning of the event, but I was complete compelled to find out more. It's Something you couldn't read right. the word Stygian. Shut the fuck up. He so also <laughs> couldn't read the word Stygian. That's why he was so confused. He was like, so I don't understand. Why didn't they just say black? Something. <laughs> Is that what that word means? Yes. I've never... <laughs> <laughs> Just call it black. <laughs> Something wasn't right, and I wanted to know exactly what it was. I thought that. There's a lot of words that are just, just, just. I thought that perhaps the secret show would shed light on the situation. As such, I decided to find out. Find a Stygian tome. A lot of these sentences are tongue twisters. I searched for a few hours in the cemetery before... Cemetery? Cemetery? In the cemetery before finding... In the land for dead people. I went for a black book in the dead people place. I went to the dead people house to find their black books. What I was looking for. 
Leaning up against one of the gravestones was a small brown leather bound book. That's not black, bro. It's brown. Stygian generally is a representative of black. <sighs> it says brown. I picked it up. It inspected it. It lacked any noticeable features aside from the black silhouette of a ram's head embossed on the front. Sorry, I guess that's the black part. It's the ram's head embossed on the front. Inside there was a single page. Stop. Get off your phone. I'm telling a story. I'm listening. I'm telling a story. Oh, actually, I lied. You're you're right. Stygian is relating to the Styx River. <laughs> so, but but literary is used for very dark. So that's where I was mis- mistaking black. So the very dark, this time brown tome, dead people book <laughs> of death. So it's a it's a dark death book is what they could have said. This guy has a lot of shit against this band. This band sounds cool as fuck. They leave like fucking secret clues to go dig around in the cemetery for a dead book. That's Vanta Black was going all out for this show. It made me want to attend the event even more. If only to find out out of pure curiosity. Nothing says metal jamboree like a Stygian <laughs> book in a cemetery. The next day, I punched the coordinates into my GPS app on my phone. That's so violent. I, the place was in town. Well, no shit, because it was local. But it seemed to be in the middle of the woods. This local band played locally. You mean they didn't want you to fly out to New Mexico? In the middle of the woods. This made me hesitate. But you ran you into the cemetery think- to find a book where you're like, yo, that shit's in the woods. Where does Bruh. he think a secret show is going to take place? They just played at the only venue in town. I mean, the sound's going to be terrible. This made me <laughs> hesitate. The morbid... How many times are you going to say your morbid curiosity or your pure curiosity outweighed my concern? I would have walked there, but it wasn't that big of a deal. A hike wouldn't... Wait, what? I would have walked there, but it wasn't that big a deal. Uh, that is such a weird... All right, that is what it says. A hike wouldn't be the worst thing for me. Giving myself enough time to get there before the event started, I set off into the woods behind my house. The way that was set up was I would have walked there, and then no, it, it says, would have been I like would I would have to walk there. I would have to walk there, but that's not a big deal because a hike is good for me. I like hiking. That's what it says. You're just bad at reading. <laughs> The way I read it is the right way. The way you read it he is how it up, this guy wrote it. Like is he why was going to get a ride, but he didn't. He had to walk there. It's in the middle of the woods. Unfortunately, my bear friend couldn't pull me in the wheelbarrow today, so I had to walk myself. <laughs> get your Sasquatch to get Bigfoot a wasn't, yeah, Bigfoot wasn't carrying me like his bride over the threshold to this metal show in the middle of the woods. I'm only halfway down this page. Um, No. <laughs> I can't. We're, what time are we at? Five minutes. Yeah. No fucking way. Yes, this I've is been a thirteen-minute read. No, it's not. You <laughs> are taking forever, and this is such a slow show. No, right. not you. Hold on. This story Hold is taking forever. Hold on. How does it end? The thing that scares me, I'm just going to read the last paragraph. The thing that scares me the most is that I keep finding myself listening to their music. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't even feel like it was out of place. I don't think he went to, look, I, I didn't, we didn't read. the thing that seems to come for me, and when I do, I feel the need to join them. I feel the need to be a part of their nefarious cult, and I don't know why. I'm at the end of my rope here, and I can find, feel myself slipping. Their legs keep running in my head, and I think they hold true. There is no escape. There is no justice. I just think they can be stopped. I don't think I can keep myself so, from them any longer. I want is, the nightmares to end. I think it's time to become a true follower. 
Okay, so that's the end of the story. And um, from the middle that we just skipped, or the, the big <laughs> chunk at the end, I can assume, here's my guesstimate without having read it and no context. He went to the show in the woods, probably with a lot of detail about basically hiking through the woods. And then, you know, like Tolkien-esque detail about the color of the trees and how the night was kind of eerie. And then he probably gets there. They do some weird cult shit, I'm sure, because everything leading up to that was weird cult shit. He left... But then can't stop thinking about them and whatever else is going on. And it sounds like not a great story. I think it was fantastic. I can't believe that was 30 minutes long. I think that was a generic cult music story A. I think you interrupted too much and that's what made it take so long. Is it it that I interrupted too much or is that the story was killing me and I had no choice but to interject? Bad story. Okay. Thank you. Everyone yes. says it was not the best story. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to read the next one. No, please, God. <laughs> on SCPs. The next one's only a six minute read. I'm reading reality based next. on 13 minute read. It's only going to be 15 minutes. All right, I'm reading next. You can read yours after. <laughs> if we have time, Mr. Used, half an hour already. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. This is one of my favorite SCPs. Uh, we just did the whole podcast on Bigfoot. And this relates directly to Bigfoot. All right, but real quick, why don't we have a full breakdown about what the SCP Foundation is? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to... I'm going to talk like this forever now. Okay, so the SCP Foundation is a series of stories all in a singular un, singular multiverse. I shouldn't say universe. Um, around a this, singular multiverse. One group of multiple yeah. universes that never end. SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. It's about this foundation that's quasi-governmental. They're not really governmental, but they're kind of above it. Think Men it's in like Black. It's like the CIA. That's not like it. Sure, we know what they are, but we didn't used to know what they were. It's more like Beijing, the Chinese Secret Service, because they're that's like... A, that's a city. Yeah, but they're, that's, they're so secretive, they don't have a name. They only go by... The... Benging. What? Banjing. Nope. You're real bad with names. Popeye's chicken is fucking okay. awesome. Anyway, so it stands for this foundation, the SCP Foundation. There's clearance levels, and there's a whole bunch of canon, and people can submit stories that they're making up. We swear these aren't real. Yes, they are. That um, then get a number, and I, there's up to like 6,000 or 8,000 right now. 10 trillion. It's it's a lot. It's When I got into SCP, there was about 2,000, and that was... I was already like that was like a year or two before I knew it existed, like it'd been out. So um I feel old now. But this is SCP. Oh, and there's gaps, I think. I don't think they filled in all of them. Oh, also one of the really cool things about SCPs are there is no definitive SCP-001. Um, they have multiple SCP-001 stories because SCP-001 is so secretive, so dangerous that they have decoy scps so that only the governing council which is like five people or something like that knows what it actually is and they range from the archangel gabriel guarding the gate to the outer planes to a path that is a weird physics path and where all other scps come from and the o5 council found it and discovered this anomaly and they make SCPs to keep the foundation going. And there's no other anomalous anything in the world except stuff they've made from this path. And there's a bunch of others. It's really interesting. Just so you know, if you try to look up SCP-001, there'll be a warning that'll tell you you'll be 
terminated through yes. Barryman Langford Medical Agent. The medical agent's like a sound or visual. It's like they do a lot of stuff like that. They they use a lot of stuff like amnesiacs in the amnesiacs that like make you forget stuff. They use a lot of things. That's referenced a lot. Clearance levels are referenced a lot. There's something called D class, which are non-clearance personnel they're like the grudge work a lot of people assume they're prisoners that are like on death row they use them because d-class die constantly it's not always prisoners there's a lot to it i'm not going that's not involved in any of this today maybe we'll go into like what d-class are later on and the different clearances what you need to know for this is scp 1000 is directly referencing bigfoot and it has a caveat for clearance level three or higher at the end I will read the first part that everyone in the SCP Foundation can access, and then I will read the level three clearance part. Because you have level three clearance? Because I'm one of the O5 members. No. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, so it's SCP-1000. Object class, Keter. That's the other thing. There's object classes. Safe, Keter, and... Um, Not safe. No, there's another one. Uh, I forget right now. It doesn't matter. People go pretty loosey-goosey on what they actually mean. Safe usually means it's contained, no problem. Keter means it's not contained. And then there's, like, one that means, like, this is a, a, a world-ending threat. Keter, Euclid. Euclid's the other one. Yeah, Euclid's the, the world-ending Yeah, one. Euclid's world-ending threat all the time. Keter's, like, world-ending threat that they have under containment. But those definitions kind of change depending on who wrote the SCP. They make some other random ones up every now and again, like Alpha Four. They yeah, every now and again they throw in random things. They also throw in random squads of like people. They do reference some of the squads. They all die. Well, some of them are like specialized, like psychics and things like that. They use. So here we go. Special containment procedures. All media reports related to SCP-1000 are to be examined for potential verifiability. All organizations and individuals investigating SCP-1000's existence are to be kept under surveillance by Mobile Task Force Zeta-1000 and discredited or administered amnestics. All physical signs of SCP-1000's administ- all, all physical signs of SCP-1000's existence... can't read words. Um, I've read more complex words in the last <laughs> 10 seconds than you read in that entire story. Listen... All physical signs of SCP-1000's existence must be retrieved and kept in Foundation custody, and placed with decoy items if ne- replaced with decoy items if necessary. Your mouth is making a lot of noises. That was a weird noise. That was a weird noise. Alleged sightings of SCP-1000. Now keep in mind, SCP-1000 is Bigfoot, so they're talking about discrediting Bigfoot hunters. Swapping out their real samples for fake samples, stuff like that, which kind of goes along with what we were talking about. Like, maybe these people aren't crazy. Maybe they're just getting pranked by the SCP Foundation. We're well, not pranked, but... Murdered. Um, absolutely no contact with wild or captive instances of SCP-1000 is allowed without prior approval by De- Director Jones. Prior approval by Director Jones. Any interaction between SCP-1000 and humans, including Foundation personnel, Foundation being the Foundation you're talking through, must be reported to Director Jones immediately. Once again, Director Jones, someone they reference a couple times, but not too often, probably related only to the Bigfoot part of the Foundation. Description. 
SCP-1000 is a nocturnal omnivorous ape classified in the hominini branch along with genera Pan and Homo. Adults range in size from one and a half to three meters and height or weigh 90 to 270 kilograms. They have gray. How many pounds is a kilogram? 90 to 270 is 200 to 600 pounds. They're fat. They're heavy. They're really big. Big boys. Uh, they have gray, brown, black, red, and occasionally white fur. They possess large eyes with good vision, a pronounced brow ridge, and a sagittal crest on forehead similar to that of the gorilla, but present in both sexes. Their intelligence is on par with that of pantroglodytes, the common chimpanzee. So, so far, they're describing... These are called pantroglodytes? Yeah. So far, they're describing what we know of as Bigfoot. As monkeys. Well, Bigfoots, but more like ape-type creatures. SCP-1000 evolved alongside Homo sapiens, humans, existing contemporaneously with proto-humans and humans in large numbers until 10 to 15,000 years ago, when an extinction event eliminated all but 1 to 5% of their population. Hurricanes. This event was triggered by SCP-1000 contracting an anomalous pseudo-disease classified as SCP-1000-F1. This disease is- Wait, 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 wait. They got a race car disease? Yes. So their disease was speed. I mean... They caught a need for speed. They caught a need for speed. Wait, it's F1, so it's... They actually caught the first Fast and the, Fran- Fast and the Furious franchise, and then, like, Ew, that's how they all ruined. died. Let's just go Formula <laughs> One. Like, no. it's just the no, real race cars. Family. Formula <laughs> One race. <laughs> um, which is gonna be extinct soon because of Formula E racing. Anyway... This event was triggered by SCP-1000 contracting this anomalous disease. The disease is passed on at the genetic level and affects every present-day instance of SCP-1000. The majority of SCP-1000 instances are born immune to the effect. Those who are not born immune to the effect quickly die. And that's why they're so little Bigfoots. So, to preface, Bigfoot exists. There's so few of them because they all have this genetic Anomalous disease. Anomalous is what they refer to as SCPs a lot of the time. There's only a one in eight chance the babies are going to survive. And most of them that aren't immune to it die immediately. Immediately. The effect of SCP-1000-F1 is as follows. Any hominid, including humans, chimpanzees, bonobos, and non-immune instances of SCP-1000 that directly or indirectly observes any instance of SCP-1000 has a minimum of... 2% 2% chance of being instantly killed through anomalous means via permanent secession of brain function. So you see Bigfoot, you have a minimum 2% chance of just your brain stops. And that's why there's so few reports of Bigfoots. Yeah. There's actually more. They're just dead. Yeah, just people just dying. People that went hiking and like just died in the woods probably saw Bigfoot, according to this. Um, the This percentage is cumulative and the longer a human views SCP-1000, the higher the chance of instantaneous death at a rate of 1% per wait, 20 wait, minutes. Wait, 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 wait. So. If you keep staring at it. Instantaneous death. Mm-hmm. But it's not instant. It's no, no, based no. off how long you're well, looking no, it's, at it's it. If, if you're affected by it. So there's a 2% chance. You just, your brain stops. Then after 20 minutes, there's a 3% chance. Every second you're looking at it. You're just going to die. Any any amount of time looking at this thing is probably going to shut your brain You're down. You're just like, whoa, a Bigfoot. 
And then someone else is like, yeah, that's a Bigfoot. So, oh, my God, you died. I'm going to keep staring at we're this. We're going to go skip some of the, the stat stuff. Um, they say known means of preventing this I need this to know effect. the stats. What are its stats? What's its batting average? That's what I was just going through, and then you were talking. Um, individuals carrying a death chance of 90%. The effect is also produced by dead individuals. Those small fur examples do not exhibit the effect. Wait. So that if you look at a dead person who died from this, Yes, you die, it will still kill you. You all die. Everybody dies? Everyone that looks at it has an increasing chance of dying. So that's why we never find the bodies. Correct. So known means of preventing this are small scale and only include, and then it's redacted. There's a lot of stuff here where they just like. You're screwed. Foundation is going to tell you. The foundation is not telling you shit. It's all redacted. You see a Bigfoot, call the foundation and then tell your loved ones goodbye. Here's where it gets like, oh, this is why we keep it so secret. SCP-1000's close relation to humanity. It is considered likely that the virus SCP-1000 F1 could eventually transfer to human carriers. Any instance of SCP-1000 finding its way to a major population center could constitute a blacked-out class end-of-the-world. It's probably Euclid-class end-of-the-world scenario with minimum death toll of redacted. They throw in a lot of redacted when they don't want that stuff. They're talking about wiping out entire populations of a city because, like, it now spread to people or enough, you know, people saw the Bigfoot. Um. The highest known, this is going to go into details, I'm going to skip, all stuff we talked about, basically like where people see Bigfoot, things like that. Where do you like see that. Bigfoots? In the woods. Oh. You're assuming everybody's watched the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's making assumptions about you. Well, if you're not going to watch How our episodes. No. <laughs> if you're not going to watch our episodes, you're going to be a basically saying goose. that. Why don't you just go get in the pond? Basically saying, you know, Bigfoot seen in these areas, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of fluff information you don't really need. Yeah, they're fluffing you. Um, there's some other stuff they throw in that's kind of just like we no longer do this Lumina procedure but there's no reference to what this procedure is well so, you know what since we know this is all bullshit why don't we cut to the meat and potatoes that's, that's where here we go level 3 clearance required Kyle are you level 3 clearance I'm level all the levels okay Jared you're gonna have to leave the room I'm sorry thanks anyway so <laughs> no you're not you've never even been a part of the foundation this is a missive from Director Jones. You've probably heard the rumors before now. Everyone without the clearance level to know better wants to get their dig in. Did you hear Sasquatch is an SCP? Are we going to capture and contain Batboy next? Yes. <laughs> SCP-1000 is Bigfoot. Wait, yes, we're going to go get the Batboy? <laughs> yeah, everything in and above. Um, oh, I'm sure you've snickered. Don't worry. Contrary to rumors, we don't actually assign you to Ketter duty for finding something humorous. Was that really in there? Or are you just making fun of me for laughing at it? Yes. Um, you can't just say yes. He says yes. We are going to get the What He keeps answering my questions. <laughs> He's speaking to me. That's because the SCP Foundation knows. So, you think Bigfoot is funny because we want you to think Bigfoot is funny. We've bankrolled Hollywood comedies and farcical documentaries, paid off men in gorilla suits, perpetrated hoaxes with bear prints and goat fur, bribed and brainwashed cartoonists to get especially silly depictions of children's television. Even the term Bigfoot comes from us, planted in the media in 1958, a term people would find even harder to take seriously than Sasquatch. Why? We'll get to that. This makes perfect sense, actually, because you know that the uh, the CIA actually coined the term conspiracy theory, not because they were talking about like crazy people that had like no idea what they were talking about, but because 
people were guessing what they were doing and they wanted to disagree. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> that's just the conspiracy yeah, theory. I do believe that. But like conspiracy theory does not make something <laughs> not no. happen. Yeah, just conspiracies because it's a conspiracy are real. theory. Hey, uh, Epstein's sex slave island was a conspiracy theory until it wasn't. Yeah, now it's just conspiracy fact. Yeah. Um, the information in the article that you've already read isn't entirely true. There are two direct Holy lies. Holy shit, you lied to me? Yeah. There are two direct lies and plenty of lies of omission. There is no such thing as wait, a... Wait, wait, wait. Is this one of those things like spot the lie where they're like, we're going to tell you three truths and one lie? <laughs> no. They're but just in this telling one, they're like, we're going to tell you four lies and tell one truth. They're basically saying everything we said is almost bullshit. Except there's a Bigfoot. Yeah, like Bigfoot's there and the populations are where we said, but the anomalous pseudo disease referred to as SCP-1000-F1 does not possess a magical death aura. <laughs> it is, in fact, not anomalous whatsoever. Um, we also lied about SCP-1000's intelligence level. SCP-1000 aren't chimp-level smart. They're smarter, to be precise. They are exactly as smart as us. Arguably smarter than us, but he doesn't say that. How dare he? That brings us to the lies of omission. That's what this letter is for. The lies came from me, so I figured the truth should come from me as well. <laughs> This is this is the letter from the director Jones. I lied to you, and now I will apologize. Yes, yeah. here I am saying I'm sorry because you are now level three, and I forgive myself for telling these lies. <laughs> this is the story we got from the Children of the Sun who defected to us. Children of the Sun is a whole other SCP backstory thing. You don't really need to know too much about it. If you it. want, we will put an SCP at the end of every episode yeah. as long as you leave comments and you email me. And you if you want to hear about the Children stuff. of the Sun, I can look them up. I think they're related to Native American beliefs. Yes. Um, Why did you kick the chair, the table, Jared? That's a bad reason. All right, let's keep going. He's rude. As you've already read, the apes we call SCP-1000 evolved alongside us. We walked in the daytime. They walked in the nighttime. This, by the way, feeds my Bigfoot is a vampire theory. It does, but you know what it also makes me think of is the day man. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, Our nocturnal siblings in the shadows. But while we were still wandering hunter-gatherers, they changed like we would. A few thousand years later, tools, weapons, agricultures, domesticated animals, stable settlements, as humanity blinked in the Pleistocene sun, I don't know that word, SCP-1000's population exploded across the night. Place Place the scene. Like the dinosaurs, bruh. Place the scene. Place the scene, sun. SCP-1000's population exploded across the night. They blanketed the planet in the tens of billions. They made things that we... Whoa! Yeah, there's a lot. They banged too much. Don't they know what overpopulation is? Apparently. We're not even close to that. We're way overpopulated. Well, we're we're getting there. We're close to 10 billion, but we're not 10 billion. Yeah, but that wasn't overnight. Yeah, well, that's true. (laughs) Well, they, you know... They were like, we have babies fast. (laughs) They birth like multiples, like like cows. (laughs) Um, the cows don't birth multiples. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they have twins. I saw a thing I the saw other the day. Thing, they called them uh, the triplets, un- unlikely triplets from a cow. And it was eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Yeah. Or quad- quadruplets, eeny, meeny, miny, moo. <laughs> they made things that we still can't comprehend, even though we've thoroughly studied the surviving pieces. Organic technology. They made trees and birds of prey grow into fast-moving ships. Herds of animals that became trains. Bushes that became flying vehicles. These were apparently super advanced biotechnicians. 
That's what the, the they this, made animals into trains. Yes, they that did. That like, sounds gross. They made like everything biologically rather than like through metal, like we did. Metal's um, biological. It's a rock. And then it goes on to say, we were rare, like gorillas now. A few hundred thousand left at best. We avoided their settlements, just like wild animals today avoid ours. SCP understood that we were intelligent like them, but avoided us just as we avoided them. Saw us as fairies, gnomes, and ascribed (laughs) supernatural powers. Said we ate bad children. All the stuff we say about Bigfoot, they said about us. Oh, well. Oh, well. They're like... They are smart like us. That's why they don't have cow trains. <laughs> yes. I there. Those little monsters out there are fucking geniuses. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did with that stick last week? <laughs> he put it in a hole. He got fucking bugs out. He was like, yum. Smarts. Now let's go get a cheeseburger from McDonald's. I don't, anyway, <laughs> then their civilization <laughs> fell and we did it. By we, I don't mean the foundation. By we, I mean humanity. The story is muddy. Supposedly, a trickster forest god showed humanity favor, showed us the master's tools and how to use them. Why we did it, we don't know. Perhaps they hunted us. Perhaps we were simply afraid. Perhaps it was just that they fenced us in unintentionally or not. We simply don't know what the truth is. Probably because we're humanity and we're murder hobos. Well, listen, not in this situation. In this situation, the murder hobos are the Bigfoots. They're apparently leaving us alone. I think now, we are the mur- we killed their whole goddamn race. But we didn't if they're still around. Most of their goddamn race. Dolphins. What? Anyway. People of the sea. Anyway, so basically, we don't know the truth. We acquired their technology and we used it to wipe them out. We wiped out 70% of their population in a single day. The Day of Flowers, the Children of the Sun called it. Blah, 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 blah. That's pretty sweet. doesn't really matter. Because you know what they say. The way to make the grass grow is with blood. And then, well, yeah. And then it it ends basically saying that we then turned um, the technology on ourselves to erase them from our history, which doesn't make a lot of sense either. So what we did was we were like, we like your cool meat train. We're going to kill all of you because you have it. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we're going to go back to living the way we were anyway for a little while. Yes. <laughs> and slowly build up with better stuff. Yeah. Except I probably isn't better, but it doesn't matter. And metal is super good. The the very end result is that um, these SCP-1000, when they are encountered by Foundation personnel, uh, they have left messages like, we forgive you for what you've done. Let us back in. That's why these things are a major threat, because they're seriously smart and they're getting their intelligence back after what we did to them forever ago and they're basically so we have oh, them locked somewhere is no that, they're, they're why still they need to leave they're still all in. over and why do they need to be let back in because we kind of like i guess they think we still have control over the ability to keep them because they're locked in their brains i think That's the, the kind thing. thing to do is what we do is we go we get them a little plot of land in Utah, mm-hmm. and we let them govern it and live there however they want. Like a reservation? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a novel idea. I'm sure that's worked out well for everyone that's ever happened to. Yeah, man. Those, Couldn't possibly they, go wrong. They, they, Those cultures bloom, and they have more people, and they do very well. They get casinos. 
I'm not feeding into this. This is this is wrong on a lot of levels, and I'm generally against. Or it's it. just really, really bad. Yeah, it's or it's really terrible, and we you know ostracize them and limit what they can do as a society, and you know whatever, man. That's how you keep control over the superior beings. <sighs> okay, so that's SCP-1000 in a nutshell. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the next story. I have not four hours long. No, we're not doing another have one. You, you ever took visit too long. Edinburgh, the you, beautiful city, no matter what time of the year you long. go. The no, castle that sits no. at the center of you the city. You took too long is on a shitty story. Looking down on the surroundings Just from the it. mount, Just the peaks, valley, and the land have resulted in the city's flow of landscape. Right. Just restart. <sighs> we can't. Just save it for another time. You took half an hour on the Yo, that story was so bad. I apologize, world. Maybe read them next time. I know this one. I like this one. Why did you start this with one. this one? Because I thought I needed to have more time. Well, it said 13 read. minute read. Who would have thought that it'd be four hours long? Well, maybe. Four hours long with you interrupting. The, I probably could have read it in 13 minutes. I highly doubt that. And I would have fallen asleep. I guess that's if you just read it and you're not trying to tell a story with it. It is a bad story. It's really boring. And whoever <sighs> said 13 minutes did exactly what we did. They read three chapters, went, yeah, 13 minutes, and stopped. Because it's <laughs> three chapters. They read three paragraphs. Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah, based off what I just read, 13 minutes. Yeah, exactly. They were done with that. So thank you for tuning in to Storytime. <laughs> I'm Turtle. If you liked story time, next time we'll pick better one. Um, I picked a great one, I think. That's why I said one. <laughs> there was no S. Next time we'll pick better one. Well, yeah, that's true. We'll do more of these, hopefully more SCPs and that kind of thing. Or if you guys want to stop sucking, just tell us your stories and we'll read yeah, your Yeah, please stories. comment something Give you want us to talk about. I'd love to read a story you're interested in and then comment on it. Let me Tell me your sexy ghost stories and I'll please, read them in the bathroom. No, don't. And email us at <laughs> darkrumstories at gmail.com. Or DM me at darkrumpodcast at Instagram. Or you can DM me at darkrumpodcast on Twitter. Also, I'm the first turtle on Instagram. I'm Mr. Norwell. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Fuck you. No.